1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on a huge win for Scotland in Austria Lyndon Dyke's penalty gave Stevie Clark's side a vital three points Which reclaimed second spot in the group Beat Israel at a sold out hand the next month And will be odds on for that runners up place And now the nervous wait begins to see who returns fit and well For domestic duty at the weekend I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Andy Halliday and Colin Hendry Colin, you must have enjoyed that last night Yeah, um I actually tweeted, I just said, listen, we need a win. Forgetting about what some of the players had said. It was a non-lose or a no-lose game. Mm-hmm. Just win it. Win it and put us back in in, sh- in with a shout. And Andy Haldy, you know it's been some night when you go to bed thinking about John McGinn's backside. Perhaps that sums it up. The best attribute in <laughs> European football. But uh, yeah, the nation's got a skip in their step again. I don't think it's just because the 26 degree weather that Steve Clark and his men produced a, a monumental, monumental performance and result last night. And it's... Uh, it's good to say that World Cup qualifications are in our hands. Yeah, back on track. 01419511025. You don't need me to tell you where we're going to start tonight. What did you make of it last night? How pleasing was it? What pleased you the most? Who were the standouts? Anyone willing to hold their hands up and say they were pleasantly surprised? Because there's been a lot of negativity around in the last few days. I'm sure you would agree. So pick up that phone and talk to us. Colin Hendry and Andy Halliday are here and they want to hear from you. 01419511025 on the phones. Or at Clyde SSB on Twitter, um, but yeah, Andy. As a the the result is obviously the most important thing, um, and the, the league table is up on the the wall in front of me. It looks good. Yes, Denmark are far away in the distance, but in second place, it now says Scotland played six, eleven points. Israel played six, ten points. Austria down there in seven, and uh, we have to play the Israelis, of course, at Hamden. Um, but even. Aside from the result It, it just felt like a, an important night For, for Stevie Clark And the way they went about it Yeah absolutely And let's not forget 10 days ago When we were, we were Doing the build up For a Denmark game We were, playing, we were hearing a number of players out Where we COVID Or knocks And whatnot. Where they took 6 points For the 3 games That's for sure And, and like I said Scotland deserved it Let's not forget Austria are a very very good side you know, I, I heard a lot of talk about They just lost 5-2 to Israel They also Done, done extremely well in the Euros Finished second in their group With two eventual winners Italy to knock them out in extra time So this is a good side we're playing And uh, as far as I'm concerned Scotland deserved it Defended extremely, extremely well And that's that's something we've said a lot about Steve Clark's Scotland side Going into the game Colin Again aside from that group table Lots of people pointing out That at some point we're going to need A, a statement victory Was what Stephen McGinn called it On this show on Friday You know, Go out there and, and beat a team That's ranked above you Go mm-hmm. away from home And do something unexpected Yeah of course take care of Moldova and the Faroe Islands And everyone else When they come along at home But can you go away somewhere And, and get that result That people That think, makes I people think, sit up And take notice Yeah I think that was it Wasn't it really I mean Andy just said We'd take six points You'd have taken five points You know two away draws Battered Moldova at home Which we didn't do Didn't start so well did we Against Denmark You know that first 45 mm-hmm. minutes When you when you cast your mind back to it Well we were in here last week And by the time by the we time got in the car left, It was 2-0 it was, it was yeah. yeah. My daughter's with me And she travelled from <laughs> England with me And she's gone You can't 2-0 to Denmark In the period that we had left This Yeah The studio But um, All in all now You've got We've got 6 points from it And You know Albeit that Austria hadn't played so well At the weekend in Israel but we've gone there last night and done a job 
Done a real job throughout the team as well I'd like to say And we'll find out on the phones Andy We're here until 8 o'clock Taking calls and engaging the mood It's not really for us to say But if you're looking for an indication Of how things can change in 90 minutes Prior to kick-off last night Everyone's mourning about losing to Denmark How unconvincing we were Even though we beat Moldova And by full-time or just after the Israel game is sold out at Hamden So yep. <laughs> football does funny things Like I said I thought I thought I'd seen a skip in people's step this morning But that's what a good result does But Steve Clark and his team have done is extremely proud In his, his tenure so far and, and what we have seen under Steve Clark is progression within Scotland And I think the team I, I, don't, I just don't think no matter who we play against We do look extremely solid I think even the Denmark game I mean listen Denmark went and beat Austria Was it was it Austria 5-0? Israel 5-0? So they can do that to these teams They've got to the semi-final of the Euros but I think even looking back on that game, it was very unscotland like the way they defended. They never dealt with cross balls well. And then you look at last night, that's that's all they did. Austria reverted to because they couldn't break Scotland down. And with 20, 30 cross balls being rained into Scotland's box, the way they defended it last night was superb. And, and no more no more so than my man Grant Hanley that we were talking about. Is he your new favourite? Oh, under Steve Clark, he's been extremely, extremely undervalued and underrated. I think he's been superb. And, Listen, I don't think it was a night for individuals last night, but he was he was superb. Oh, I know one man who's who'll have a lot to say on that performance is Colin Hendry. We'll hear that very soon. But want to hear from you? Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones, or at Clyde SSB on Twitter. What did you make of it last night? How important was it? Were you a doubter beforehand? Do you feel a little bit differently now? Or maybe you don't. It'd be nice to hear from all opinions out there. Who were the standouts? All the usual questions. How are we set up? For second place in the group Pick up the phone And let us know Let's hear from the manager He says they deserve more respect After last night's win And he says anyone claiming That a long ball team is wrong Yeah it was a good performance Not surprising to me I think we've got a really good group of players They want to be successful for the country And they showed that tonight So yeah it was good That just means that the next game Is another cup final You have to keep picking up points uh, It was an important night For us to get something from the game we managed to come here, put on a good performance, good footballing performance. When we could, we got the ball down, we passed it well. We're not a long ball team. As some people try to label us, we can play. If we have to go long, we can play and fight for it. If we have to I'm get it down and make the passes, we can make the passes. So I think we, we deserve a little bit more respect. 01419511025, that is the number Josh has dialed. Tonight, Josh, how are you feeling after that last night? You come down off the ceiling yet? I know you get excited about these Scotland victories. Absolutely buzzing, Gordon. Um, you said it yourself, Gordon, before the game on the negativity. Well, Stevie Clark, Kate, because I can't hear them. I can't see them. You know, Kilmar last night, we were outstanding. I mean, we needed a result away, and we've got it. Andy was saying they're big honours. The dumb free stream, but I just, it, I've, I've been one of the ones who's been cracked of him in the past, but fair play him, he's completely redeemed himself in the past year. Um, Lyndon Dykes, really, really, I mean, what, what do you say about him? Um, he's, he's, he's almost, you know, he's a talismanic figure now, you know, he's, he's you don't have to score a lot of goals to be a talisman, he's just this, you know, he leads the line so well. Um, three massive must-win away games now: Serbia, England, Austria. We've turned on every single one. Seeing Stevie Clark come in, Gordon, I knew he was a top manager. Um, and, and as Andy said there, the progression in the past three years has been clear as anything. 
to the people that to people out there who actually want to see the team do well and, and see the team achieve things, we can see the improvements in the past three years that, that there is um, yet still the negative numpties are out in force. I well, mean, listen, criticism is going to be par for the course and yeah, sometimes it will go over the top, I'm sure. Before we go any further, has anyone ever been called the Dumfries Dreamboat before? <laughs> I'll bet he'll take it, won't he? Is, is, is that going to catch on? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that one, but he's certainly <laughs> a top, top player. Dreamboat. I don't Dreamboat. know. I don't know. I don't know about that, Colin. But listen, we could easily go through the 11 plus, I think, because it, you get a result like that because everyone um, yep. puts in a shift. But why not? Why not start with the, I'll, I'll try and say it, the Dumfries Dreamboat? I'll, I'll have to tweet this as soon as I get back. Grant Hanley Because we speak about him a lot When you're on the show You know his career well How good has he become for Scotland? Well I did an article this afternoon Driving up in the car On the telephone Hands free and all that And um, the gentleman was asking me About Grant Hanley And I said listen Sometimes it happens for Especially central defenders When they pick up so much experience And I'm not just talking about Great experience I'm talking about the negative The bad experiences as well as So as a player You can balance it out I mean I was 27, 92, 27 when I had my first cap for Scotland and I managed to achieve the 50, which oh. was great. It's a, you know, fantastic for me. So Grant's now 29 and and you've got Henry as well, Jack Henry. Mm-hmm. And he's 26 and there's been humming and hot. Is he good enough? You know, a lot of Celtic people have been saying, is he good enough? We shouldn't have let him go. He wasn't what he was, etc. For Grant, going back to Grant Hanley, He's maybe just got to his pinnacle now, and this is he's in his prime. And I'm just looking at one or two of the names. We've got probably four or five names now that are defos if they are fit, which I think in the last prior to Steve Clark, there was maybe one or two defos would start. But if you've got five or six, and you've got your hardcore, and mm. you've got your backbone, that helps any coach, any manager. In respect of what he's dealing with Especially at international level You do get the feeling Andy That sometimes the criticism Grant Hanley gets From people who watch Scotland They are basing it on his 2013 performances for, You know yeah. for Scotland And But actually if you, if you just watch the performances He's put in recently And barely You know I wouldn't say barely put a foot wrong But he's got so much to offer that back line Yeah I mean it's very easy If you, you look at a centre half And he's six foot four And he's a I done free stream boat and you see how <laughs> Stop it. You see the way he defends, he puts his body on the line. It's very easy to then tag him with, ah, but he's no great on the ball. But when you actually watch Grant Hanley, there isn't really an attribute he's not got. He's quick, he's strong, he's powerful, he reads the game extremely well, his aerial ability is, is there for everyone to see. But in possession, he's extremely, extremely comfortable. And I, I, I really like the back three that we played last night. You know, you're talking about athleticism, all three of them have it. But you've got to say Grant Hanley's the one that can probably command his box a little bit more. Uh, Jack Hanley's a a great football player, but as he is aerially dominant as, as Grant, Hanley, uh, Grant Hanley, Kieran Tierney's obviously a more natural left back. He's athleticism through the roof, very comfortable in possession as well. But I, I'm really excited with that back uh, that back three moving forward. Now, Josh, I get it. You are like Stevie Clark. You feel the criticism has been perhaps over the top. But after losing in Denmark and being disappointing against Moldova, did you allow yourself to fear the worst at any stage before last night? No. Um, no, Gordon. Um, I mean, right, right. Let's get one thing clear. Denmark. Uh, there's no conceded a goal. We. I'm mean, I, I, I right in saying. I think we. I think in the group we're the team that's lost by the least, by the lowest margin to them. I think that's correct. Yeah, not lost a goal and scored twenty-two mm-hmm. in the six games. Yeah, they're outstanding. Um, so, so 
yeah, I don't think we're going to get close to them. I think they're going to go to the semi-finals to the World Cup. They're, they're that good. Um, Moldova, I mean, anybody that, that really, I mean, really, really watched the game against Moldova, yeah, we could have been a bit more clinical, but it was 1-0 going on 6 or 7 now, you know. Um, and, and, you know, Moldova never threatened us at all. So 1-0 really, really flattered them. Um I mean, I knew, knew it was a big game. We need and last night we needed a good performance. We didn't we didn't need a you know, an, an unbelievable, you know, um change everything performance. We just needed a really good performance because we are good enough to beat those teams, those top two um top three teams that we're expected to beat. We're well good enough. We'll get the players for it, we'll get the manager for it. We're well good enough and it's all in our hands for the playoffs coming. Um Away in Tough Shavin, chance to the results should take care of themselves, but guys, the big one next month, Saturday 9th October, Hamden is going to be rocking. I think Josh is there already, he's outside yeah. Hamden, just patiently waiting uh, for the game, but th- it was a performance call that it looked like the players and the manager knew exactly how, how big it was, That's that, that came, that shone through, didn't it, in the way they went about it? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a swashbuckling performance by any shape, but you know, with... It was nice in the eye It was proper And I mean You know what I really enjoyed The fact that Arnautovic up front Started throwing his body about And we just coped with it We dealt with yeah. it And and what was even better Was to see Our two strikers Throwing at the, themselves about Because I mean um, the, the two of them You know That's a, that's a partnership That's flourishing mm-hmm. um, Obviously I think Some of the teams That Steve Clark Or Scotland's going to play against Sometimes you've got to make changes in relation to who you're playing against, and you might start with one up front instead of the two. But um, to a man last night, no, it was very, very impressive, I thought. Let's bring in Simon. We'll thank Josh for his time tonight and see what Simon made of it. Take it away. Hi, guys. I uh, hope you're all doing well. Thank you. Um, absolutely delighted. Uh, I'm in bed with the flu, so apologies I'm a wee bit sniffly. But um, that game last night really, really just. You've been me kissing up. Andy Haldy because he said the same thing uh, when I he came in here. Bunged up just now as did, well. No, no, you, you tested it's negative. Going, I've though, tested negative. I've tested, but it's it's, it's going a bit. I felt. think so. It's the old classic saying, "No, I don't." When somebody, oh, oh, it's going I heard it's going about. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, Simon, for casting aspersions there. Um, but anyway, take it away about your football point. I rudely interrupted you. No, don't worry. Uh, just absolutely, I've got a point in the game and then a point about Steve Clark. If that's all right, um, I thought Austria offered nothing. In the game, I really wasn't that nervous, and that is completely down to this how Scotland set up. In my opinion, you know, all they could really offer was hopeful crosses into the box, and we dealt with it all all night. I thought Stephen O'Donnell uh, should get singled out for praise. I think he was absolutely excellent. You know, going forwards, not his forte. We all know that, but you know, defensively, he had Alaba in his pocket again. Uh, he did against uh, Alaba at Hamden. And he played brilliantly against England. How many times does Stephen O'Donnell need to play well in these big games for Scotland before he gets, you know, the praise that he deserves? I think that the whole team, there wasn't a bad player in the park. Uh, Gordon pulled off a great save when he needed to. I thought Hanley, as uh, Andy was saying, was immense. So was Jack Hendry. Tierney did what Tierney does. The midfield three is dynamic. You've got players who break up play. You've got players who push forward. You've got players who make killer passes. And the two boys up front, I thought Dykes was excellent. Um, as the legend said there, he was throwing himself about. And that was brilliant. That's what you need to see. And Shea Adams ran himself into the ground. And, uh, you know, even the subs that came on, uh, I thought they did really, really well as well. So, you know, just absolutely delighted. And, you know, 
hopeful going forward I think Simon summed that up Inadvertently Andy Because he's almost named everyone <laughs> yeah. And it was that kind of night It was that night And he mentioned You know Stephen O'Donnell Is a player that you can single out for praise It's hard Because you can't really single anyone uh, Out for praise Just like you can't really single out Any player for criticism It was that Well rounded a performance But Yeah I, I, It's interesting Touch on the midfield three Again I, t- I talked about the back mm. three But the midfield three I mean the balance between the three Is excellent uh, You know Cal McGregor We've seen him Play for Scotland a number of times now. He's he's comfortable in possession. He's got legs. He can get about. You know what John McGinn's like. He's you know you talked about that that the famous backside. He's, he's backside earlier on. But for me, Billy Gilmore. I, was, I mean, I was going to say this could be the this could be a new record because I think we've mentioned everyone but him, and he do, he doesn't tend to get left to last on the list. And these Gordon, days. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but, but he's going to win the Ballon d'Or. This kid's got to be the, the the future of Scottish football and the Scotland national team for the next ten years. The level of maturity he's playing with with. Was it three third cap now? Third cap, fourth cap? Just a complete level of confidence, composure, maturity. Going toe to toe with some of the best of the world already. The England game and, and obviously Alaba for the Scotland game and just just looking like I think, a class I think what's, above. What's helped him, Andy, is that he's done it in England as well. And mm-hmm. the team, the, the times that he did play for Chelsea, you know, he's come right up against the big guys, the big guns, sort of thing. So some of the games, especially last couple, well, Denmark, certainly the game last night, wouldn't have been a problem for him at all. There was. A- I think it was at the second half a moment He almost had like I think he had four Austria players around him He, he kind of dragged it back one way Flicked it I'm going to do a terrible technical <laughs> yeah. explanation of what he did But you know you know where I'm going here I mean, I, Kind of I, dragged I, it back Back heel and out the other side And I don't think I'm qualified enough to describe that technique well, either. I don't think he well, is either so. I mean Colin, Colin mentioned You know the, the likes of Grant Hanley putting his cell about And Lyndon Dykes putting his cell about And quite rightly so But Billy Gilmore's five foot six and yeah, you'll never see him shut for a tackle Never out of it, so He's got yeah. that dig about him as well As well as that quality And I mean Like I said You don't want to get too carried away But it seems as if we've got a top top player in our hands Simon how do we Find that balance then Because we, we, we do need to beat Israel next And that's not been easy We're sick fed up of playing them um, How much work is still left to be done? Yeah there's still lots of work to be done Obviously uh, <laughs> You wouldn't have thought that going into this international break or before the Euros, if you'd be sitting in this position saying we're second in the group, and how's Scott McTominay going to get into the team? You know, you, you wouldn't really want to change that midfield three. It's a, it's a really, really good conundrum to have. Uh, you won't be surprised to hear a Kilmarnock fan say that that was a Steve Clark performance last night. We stood off when we needed to. We pressed in the right areas. And that, Andy and, and Colin will be able to tell you, you know, that's not an easy thing to do. That is good coaching. Uh, and that is what Steve Clark does. Is that key? Yeah, that's a great point, Simon. Is that key, Colin? Because it's not like it's a complete, you know, eleven men behind the ball and just stink the place out. We had chances. They, they, they came at us and we broke it up quite quickly, and then we went back into them. That's what happened quite a lot. That's when Stephen O'Donnell, mm. especially a couple of times in the first half, as I can recall, the ball was played out with Billy Gilmore uh, or McGregor's played it out to him, and you've got to sometimes wait for the, for the opposition to come at you to give you that opportunity to. To break in behind them um, But they they tried it They did it Didn't do it very well Austria It's very, it's, it, it's interesting for me Because I mentioned the word progression earlier I thought early in Steve Clark's tenure I'm not saying we were an 11 men behind the ball But we were a team that sat very deep We tried to hit teams in the counter that, You know down the flanks But I think And I don't know if it's just because personnel You know we've got Che Adams Who's obviously lightning quick But for me the last sort of Six to nine months We have been a lot 
a lot more proactive, shall I say, when you when you've got the likes of Che Adams there with his pace, you can counter press, you can try and nick the balls in 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 areas. He's actually done it in the sort of first fifteen minutes that that led to the the, the London Dykes Dykes header, header. Yeah. And, and I think that's a progression. That's listen, their last away game before Steve Kirk took the job was a three 0 defeat to Kazakhstan. So he knows when he's taking the job is I need to sort this backline out first. We need to be harder to beat. We need to be more solid. We're going to be playing teams with with a lot of quality across the pitch, and we need to be a very, very well well drilled unit. And they have been. They have been from from basically the get go, and the progressions now started in in possession, like we seen against England uh, in the England game. We seen last night. We seen at Serbia mm. that when the time comes, we're a team that can get a foot uh, foot in the ball and play. Simon, it was great to speak to you tonight. Thank you very much. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll hear more from. Stevie Clark, he says there should be no doubting these players and more of your calls next as well. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Colin Hendry and Andy Halliday are here. We're looking back on a big win for Scotland in Austria. So if you want to join in, pick up that phone or send us a tweet over there at Clyde SSB. Um, who's been on the longest? John, I think, was first through. Let's bring in John. And see what he made of it last night John, how would you sum up How you were feeling at full time? Hi guys um, I have to say I'm a very, very happy Scotland fan First of all, it's a pleasure to speak to Braveheart I've watched them many times Home and away It's a pleasure to speak to him um, No offence Andy Scotland, That Scotland <laughs> performance last night Is the way I want to see Scotland play We shouldn't be sitting back And fearing teams like that We have the ability to take them on And out-football them Which we did last night um, I've got my ticket for the Israel game today And I can't wait Hamden will be rocking It'll be a full house I've no doubt We'll beat Israel And we'll beat, we'll beat the, the, the last two games as well And second Before we started Which where we wanted to be I think we're On the right direction We've got a good team shape A couple of players Maybe need to change Depending on who's fit But I'm really happy Where we were And at 10, at 10 o'clock last night got to say, I wasn't very sober But I was highly delighted <laughs> Each to their own Please drink responsibly Um yeah, do you know what? I like the emotion in John's voice, Colin, because no one's. I don't think people are getting carried away, or they shouldn't be. This is one step, but but it just felt like a big step. And do you know what? Social media, for all its many many flaws, it gives you a bit of a sense of of how people are feel. It, it just felt good it's last a, night. It's a big step. Ev- ev- everybody was everybody was feeling good last night after that. Yeah, it's a big step though, and in, in, in order of winning away from home, you know, and going in front as well. Mm-hmm. You know, very rarely I think they mentioned it on. Commentary last night That how many times Do we actually go in front Against some of the teams That were maybe As equal Or on a level with us Or we're not fancied against um, But it's a try Why not enjoy yourself Last night You know it's As I said right At the beginning of the show You would have taken Well we said We would have taken five points But we get six Out of the, 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 the three games Which is even better uh, And the goal that put us ahead Was that Lyndon Dykes penalty Of course Here's what he had to say on that yeah, it was a massive win. Um, we came here, we came here to win the game, and we done that. So we should be proud. And now we can go back to our clubs and focus on the next uh, camp. What's coming up? I mean, we've been together. We're always a tight group. We've seen that um, in the past. We played Serbia, getting into the Euros, and uh, I think we've always each camp got stronger and stronger. And um, another another game tonight. It was it was tough. It was long, and we held out to the to the to the end of the game and we won so it showed the togetherness that we've got and um, that's something that we need to build on as well yeah I was aiming for where it went and uh, you know I was just happy to see it in the back of the net it wasn't one of my best ones but at the end of the night it hit the net and it went in and it was 1-0 at the end of the night so um, I'll take that 
They all count, I think, as the, the old saying goes. If it hits the back of the net, that's all we care about. But he mentions, you know, each camp are getting stronger. I think you can see that. You know, we talked, we've talked about it a couple of times about the progression. Probably the next one for us has just been that little bit more clinical. I think when you've seen last night the chances, Stephen O'Donnell's had a great chance. You know, Dykes himself, Che Adams, you even got to look back at the Euros game, some of the chances we had mm. in the three games. That's probably the next step for us. And, and, you know, Steve Clark was quick to back his man last night, and quite rightly so. But, you know, the likes of Che Adams, Lyndon Dykes, can they be that talisman for Scotland moving forward? Or, or James McFadden's in the past, or Kenny Miller's in the past, the players that can get big goals and big moments, and he got a massive one last night. John, were you always optimistic, or did last night come as a, a nice surprise? I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of how people were, were feeling and, and how the game panned out in comparison to the expectations. Um after Saturday's game, I thought we played not too bad, missed a few chances. Um, I thought if we played the game we played, we would have had a good chance. I didn't want us to sit back and try to defend. When I saw the team and the way we started, I thought, yeah, we are right in the game. I thought before the game, it was probably a 50-50 game, depending on how we approached it. And I approached it spot on. We played great at half-time. I was very happy. Um, yeah, I, I think that should be... Away from home against similar teams of our ability, that's the way we should be setting up and playing. And we shouldn't be fearing these teams. We should be respecting them, but we shouldn't be fearing them. What about the art of defending, Colin Hendry, your area of expertise? Are you mm. impressed with the way that the. If you remember, the back three was much maligned at the beginning, and people thought, oh, I just don't know if this is going to work. And it was shoehorning Kieran Tierney in. And, but it, it's mm. now clearly the go to. For us isn't it Yeah absolutely um, <clears throat> Excuse me a second I'm just choking a wee bit there um, <clears throat> it's, See when you look at it last night And Hanley and Henry Tierney I think You've now As I said right at the top of the show as well Is that You've now got positions That you've got Certainties Ones that are going to mm -hmm. come in Because they've not done it on one game Or a game or They've done it in a few games Grant Hanley Obviously Tierney and Robertson As well as Jack Henry Now all of a sudden I mean because I Is he getting I there? Well yeah Because we've got obviously Liam Cooper and guys like that We spoke about this In the summer at the Euros And the, 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 the match is warming up um, Holland And I can't recall The second game that they played But I'm thinking Some things in the game In his game Is it Going to be enough To play against The three teams Croatia Czech Republic mm -hmm. And England Um now, last night, and off the back of an easiest, an easier game on Saturday against Moldova, last night, maybe he's stepped up. And at 26, at that age, he's coming into his prime. He's now got experience behind him. Whatever that experiences are, you've got to use them to your own mm -hmm. benefit. A lot of the time, they're bad experiences, because as a defender, you get judged by your mm -hmm. mistakes. You don't get judged. If you just have a quiet you game. Don't, well, last night, he was quiet, but extremely effective. Mm -hmm. For me So Come the next game The Israel game He's going to have to step up Because he's going to be expected to play I would expect him to play against Israel But Grant Hanley's not going to be in that mm, side Yep Suspended. So So he's going to have to step up again But Within reason As to how yeah. he's progressing John How confident are you then? Because you said you know, It's a sellout and it's great The sense of occasion Hamden will be rocking For the Israel game But we've not found them Easy opponents And we have Sorry to put a damper on things I was as happy as anyone last night But you know We have found ways of, of Messing up Promising campaigns in the past Where do you get your confidence from That this one's a bit different? I think the way we're playing um, The previous Israel games Steve is really Finding his feet Finding his right team Finding the shape 
I think we've got that now and I think we're playing a system and I like playing the two men up front. I don't like against Israel we're probably on about the same rankings as them. We shouldn't be fearing them again. You have to remind remember they'll probably have to come and have a go at us. They can't they're not going to be sitting back looking for a draw. This is this is probably going to be their last shot. So I don't see it been a, a really, really tight game. There's two teams going to be going for it and I think we've got better players and when we get a wee bit of space and we've got two up front guys bombing down the wing, I can see us winning two or three now. I'm, I'm really confident. Very confident. We'll see how the confidence levels are affected the closer we get. Um, Andy, the two up front has become a great debating point for Scotland. Have Dykes and Adams now Got enough goodwill in the tank that, that it's theirs going forward And you know what If we play the next game And Lyndon Dykes misses a couple of chances The constant calls for Oh well, we need to drop him And we need to try him Have we now at least got The makings of a of a partnership there? Yeah and I think every game That they've played with each other It's looked a lot more solid And a lot, and a, and a lot more promising I think Lyndon Dykes seems to be he's, he's been the one That's been a little bit more of a mainstay uh, And it's been you know, Either Che Adams or Ryan Christie Coming in and playing off him But I think one thing that Che Adams gives you is he gives you that pace where he plays on the shoulder of a defender. He makes it a lot harder to defend against. Even last night, he showed his link-up play as well, finding a little pocket of space, getting turned and, and slipping through Stephen O'Donnell. But I would like to see his continue with the two up front. I just think it it, it gives the opposition and a lot the, more those problems. Those two specifically? They, they two spe- specifically, because they, they're the two that have showed that they've got a promising partnership going. And listen, we've got like, a Kevin Nisbet who can hopefully you know, continue to progress and, and make an impact if need be when, when one of the two are out. But I think we look a, a much better side with the two up front. Save Kevin Nisbet's progression till after Sunday. Absolutely. Though. I thought you were going to say that. Um, you agree with that, Colin? Those two, they're now looking like a strike force that can benefit us going forward. Yeah, I think I think it depends how Steve sees certain games and he selects the two. He's made a statement. That's a statement from a Scottish point of view. So whoever you're going to play against, mm-hmm. your defenders have got to be at it. To deal with these two, especially, I mean, I, I mean, reading some of the social media things today about Anatovic and how he was not a nice guy last night, and then you look at Sheridan, you look at Lyndon Dykes as well, who leave their foot in, leave their elbow in. I see, I love all that. <laughs> we know I you just, do. I just, but you can't do it in modern day football because there's a camera, and it's not allowed. And it's going to be a bit soft, Andy, as well. So. I'm just waiting on you, two footing Andy Halliday <laughs> to beat the pundit. Well, Andy sat on the stool, I'm standing up, I'm ready. He's ready, ready. Right, just, <laughs> just in case. And, and, uh, and ready to go. I mean, but no, right. the, two, the two, sorry, the two up front is it could be talismanic. That could be something that develops. And as Andy said, mm. they're getting better, they're getting stronger. And I just like to look at them last night. There were a few moments. Did. Did they get away with one in not going down to 10 men when the penalty was awarded? Well, uh, you know, Sky were, were quick to say it was Hintregger's birthday last night and what a present the referee <laughs> gave him because, first of all, I can't believe he doesn't give the penalty before VAR. So, listen, two years ago, VAR's not, not in the game and we're walking away for the game last night not having give, been given a penalty for that challenge. Mm. I mean, it's remarkable that he never seen it in the first place, but then actually watching it back on the telly to realise, oh, that's a second yellow card defence. I mean, it was crazy. And, and listen, we mentioned Arnautovic. I think, Andy, a lot of people watching that at the time might have no seen what we seen with the replay, with the value of the replay, mm-hmm. which really did show. So are how, we now, how did he are, miss that? Are we but, now fans of VAR? Is that no, as the same? No, 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 no,
you know, a little tug there, which happens in the box all the time. But I mean, after three seconds on the replay, he's got two hands on his jersey and he's full weight, his body pulling him back. The referee's 10 yards for that. And, and you know, what, watch and, the back, and, and you mean, know what, Andy? Yeah, he misses that one because he has to watch it back, but he doesn't miss Grant Hanley's yellow card, does he? When Grant's done similar, similarly, yeah, but. Obviously we get mm-hmm. away with it We uh, get away with it Because he doesn't give the pen And you did get the feeling That the Shea Adams booking Was only because He, That's only he, he felt Dyke, like he should have Booked Lyndon, yeah, Lyndon Dyke Should have got done When he was involved With the goalkeeper How good is it though That it didn't cost us Brilliant What a feeling Thank It could have though It could have yeah. right, Thank you to John We're going to speak to George in Glasgow next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Andy Halliday and Colin Hendry are here 43 minutes into the show And so far it's only positive calls about Scotland This will never ever catch on Someone will be on to rain on our parade very soon Which is fine Let's make the most of it tonight then, And yeah. it might well be Hugh Keevans on Friday If no one else takes the chance before now So 01419511025 Let's bring in George Who's been hanging on patiently What stood out for you last night George? Uh, good evening Carl Um well, uh, I was very, very happy with the performance and I was one of these uh, cynical supporters when it came to Stephen O'Donnell and Grant Hanley. I don't mind admitting it, but I was, right? And to see both Stephen O'Donnell and Grant Hanley put in the shift that they did uh, was very, very pleasing. So I'm more than happy to be have proven wrong. So that was the first point. Um, I, th- I think moving forward, I think one thing has uh, to be taken on board. We work better with, you know, having two strikers up front. Um, and I'd like to see us sticking with that going forward. You know, the days of four five one don't suit us anymore. I think we found a system, 3-5-2, that the... Uh, mainstream players know and are comfortable with so you know why tamper with something uh, that's working and working very well yeah you put it well um, Andy I wonder how important though is is it the the way you, because people are always obsessed with this two strikers as in Lyndon Dykes is a striker and Shea Adams is a striker but is it not about what, what you get those people to do as well and what you get them, those behind them to do because John McGinn was as was as high as those three kind of pressed together and, and that made some difference didn't yeah, it yeah and what one thing they both do very very well is defend from the front and that's that's a big part of why Scotland are you know a lot more well drilled and, and well organised under Steve Clark and, and you, you can see that's listen that's that's probably why they get picked that's probably why they're one of the mainstays in the team now because Steve Clark trusts them in the big games to, to keep their shape defend well and when chances come be a havoc which I think both of them were last night like I said you know Che Adams no, we've never really been a sort of counter-pressing nation, but for the first half, Che Adams won about three or four balls by just pressing the pressing the centre mid, just by, uh, backtracking. But then on the other side, runs in behind, like you said, John McGinn. And that's, listen, that's something John McGinn's done for a long time now for Scotland. We talk about somebody being a talisman. He's almost sort of been ever the last couple of seasons coming up with big goals. But, you know, it's I think the progression now for the two strikers is, can they just continue to get their numbers and goals into their game? I've had the, the message in. Hugh Keevans He promises to be happy on Friday He says There we go We'll see see That's in contract form Uh, Things you never thought you would hear Um, I mean Colin When you And I guess a lot of people would point out That even in the last five years That the game is It's always evolving quickly And you're looking for more from your front two Was that 
Back in your day Was there the same onus To The friend from the front As Andy says You that uh, If you I'll give you a player I know, I know who it's going to be What's his initials Same as mine Spot on me man I knew it Gordon Jury Juki Unbelievable I thought that Unbelievable So much Unseen work Yeah When Because Back in the day We were winning games <clears throat> 1-0 defending 1-0 going to Russia Getting result Going to Sweden Getting result Well not so much Sweden But beating mm-hmm. them as well As to qualify um, And Gordon Jury And then amongst the games That we played He was So important to us And not prolific But then that's what you get with Certainly with Lyndon Dykes Mm -hmm. Prior to him I think it was Livingston Before he went to QPR And you were looking at How was that How was he going to Fit into the Scottish team On a regular basis Well We'll take his Performances off the ball You know Position Body and areas Not just scoring goals If we get a prolific goal scorer A Scottish prolific goal Mm -hmm. scorer He comes along then Steve Clark's going to have a look at that and think, how can we fit him into it? But we don't have that at the minute. So we'll play with our strengths and defending from the front is a massive part of the, the, the modern game as well as. George, are we now all of a sudden in a position where Grant Hanley's become so important that it's a real blow that he's suspended for the next game? Well, I was thinking about that. And I think we've got, you know, uh, we've got options, right? Like, for example, um, Liam Cooper... Uh, uh, the Leeds United camp, uh, captain is a good option uh, to check out because he's his form uh, for Leeds, and when he's played for Scotland, he's put in a shift. Um, that that's uh, one person who I'd who'd think about. You've um, yeah, there are clearly options in there. I yeah. think, um, but it's just it was more. Cause, well, we'll pick the team for Israel down the line. It was <laughs> yeah. just more. A, to kind of emphasise all of a sudden I don't think there's any doubt now that he's the kind of main centre back I mean Kieran Tierney to, to an extent but yep. you know he's in because he's Kieran Tierney Yeah and uh, I'm, for, for missing Grant Hanley for the Israel game I think it is important that you know, the, the the next one to come in he, he is as aerially dominant like Liam Cooper is I think you know you look at Scott McTominay who's played in the centre half role and, and done really well for Scotland but a McTominay Henry Tierney back three a lot of mobility a lot of quality on the ball but probably don't Give you what Grant mm. Hanley does um, We were about to bring in Ian I think But Ian's disappeared We'll get him back Let's hear from The Scotland manager He thinks they can keep getting better And people should not be doubting the players We went to Denmark It was a tough place to go to start with A lot of injuries A lot of problems 2-0 down early in the game We dug in We got criticised for saying that actually We dug in Israel went there tonight Lost 5-0 and on the back of that, we knew we had to get something out the next two games. We'll come away with six points. If I'd said to you guys at the start of the week, we'll come out with six points, you'd all have been delighted. So, pleasing night for us. Really pleased for the players. They want to be successful. They show that every time they come together. They show that this group yeah. of players have shown that consistently over the last two years that I've, I've been with the group. Over two years now. I think we've come a long way. I think we can get better. I think we will get better. And tonight's a, another step on that road. Every player, every player outstanding. Substitutions coming to the pitch. Paul McGain, Hibbs. Lewis Ferguson, Aberdeen. Kevin Nisbet, Hibbs. Stephen O'Donnell, Motherwell. As well as all the mainstays and the, the big names. A good sprinkling of players playing in the Scottish Premier League and that, that pleases me immensely. Certainly does. Let's bring in Ian, who's impressed with. Take it away, Ian. Evening, guys. Hello. Pity Dad is not on because I'm a Kelly fan and uh, it's always good to 
Get his banter at the other end. He always brags about his record in that fixture, Ian. But I don't know if he's making up. Oh, when put oh, it past him. And, and I was there. It was terrible. <laughs> You'll anyway, forgive him all these years on. What did you make of last night then? Well, well, you know, I actually want to say, look, firstly, uh, Quart has been getting a lot of unfair criticism. You know, last night was a classic Stevie Quart performance. You know, it was like watching. The Kelly of old to finish third in the SPL last night, you know, two up front, Boyd and Brophy, the the four four two, three five two, call it what you want, two banks of four, very, very hard to break. And you know, Stevie is a counter attacking manager, but it always works out better with his sides when he's got two up front. You know, you're not gonna get a lot of goals, but you agree, hemorrhage many and he does get the best out of his team. You know, I, I've been really, really pleased with the way that he supported Stephen O'Donnell before the England game when he was getting a lot of perhaps unfair criticism and what a storm of a game he had. Again last night, I thought O'Donnell was tremendous. His final ball, if he had a final ball, he'd be worth millions. But he played very well defensively last night. A lot of good blocks. He runs his guts out. He adds a lot to the team. And I, I think when you get him and Robertson on, on, on the wings, I think that's the best set for Scotland. And I think Stevie Clark, what he does do is, you know, he gets the best out of these guys. And uh, I think he's a great coach. So so I want to say, well done, Stevie. And I want to say, I think he'll take us to the World Cup. Yeah, fair enough Because you know what There have been A lot of critics On this show So it's always good to hear uh, The other side of that And Andy I, I know this stuff Doesn't count for much Ultimately you guys Are into win games And then you know, If it's an international football Get to tournaments And the other stuff Is not is not that interesting But If you speak to anyone Who is involved They, they do really like it they, they are all buying in They are all committed It, it seems to be working On that front And That helps yeah, absolutely. You can see that the reaction of the players when the final whistle went last night, how much it meant to them. And and listen, criticism comes with the territory. I th- and I agree. I agree with you. And there is a lot. There's, there's been a lot of unfair criticism with certain people, certain personnel. But some of the criticism might be justified. But that's just the nature of the beast we play in your country. I, even I think even Stephen O'Donnell would say he'd be disappointed with his end product in some situations. But at the end of the day, he put himself in the positions with his determination. He's He's worked great And let's not forget Stephen O'Donnell Hadn't played a game of football Since 8th August So you could mm. actually see I mean We, we talked about with the, His chance when he burst through In goals You could see he was knackered He hadn't played a game for a month And to not play a game for a month And then go into a game With that magnitude Is very very mm. hard and, 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 and like I said He deserves a lot of credit Because he defended Extremely well last night Like the rest of the team Yeah that The, the stories are there Colin Yes I, I don't think anyone Is going to pretend that Stephen O'Donnell's end product Was was bang on the money all night. It was a it was a big chance. There were a couple of crossing opportunities. But Andy has you know, the context is important. It's a guy who already is under the microscope every single time for whatever reason. Mm. And then not played for a month. Not yep. at all. And everybody knows Hell of effort from what's what's going yep. on at the moment and how that can take its toll on you fitness illness wise. So to to get him put in that shift last night was something. Well yeah, um hell of effort really was. And he was prominent in most of the game, you know no, is it uh, Ian said that if he, if he had a final ball he'd be worth zillions then but that's possibly maybe why we've got him he's and well obviously mm-hmm. he's Scottish and if he, he might get better he might get better he, he might I mean I didn't know a lot about him before he was involved but 
talking to Hugh, Hugh Cavens, in the summer, and he said that Stephen would be the first to not underestimate himself. I think that's probably but, but, a fair way but, of putting but, it. But yeah. put himself no. not not in... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always said that I was never the greatest footballer, but I worked hard to get to where I was and everything else, and I got my just desserts for that. I was never the greatest. But I didn't think that in modern day you would hear that or that sort of story come out, but he... Mm-hmm. I mean, Hugh, Hugh mentioned it to me. Yeah, no, and, I think he's spot on. But in all fairness to him, he's still part, and he was a big plus last night. You but know? there's something great about the thought, Andy, that maybe, just maybe, David Alaba is googling Stephen O'Donnell. Saying, I'm sick of this guy. Who is this? I wonder if I was at Real Madrid can afford Honestly. him. Honestly, uh, that, 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 that is yeah. twice that you know that he's played on the left side <laughs> for Austria, and yes, his delivery was wonderful, but. You know, aside yeah, from I that, he's kept he, pretty quiet he, he, and I'm thinking of the handing game as yeah, well. He's obviously a world class player. Bayern Munich obviously now at Real Madrid and, and when you, you know somebody's that good, you just expect them to just dominate and control every single game. But against Scotland, I, I, you could argue he was quiet over the two games. Like you said, his delivery when he's he's got time and space was, was nine times out of ten on the money. But yeah, I think Scotland handled not only him but a lot of Austria's key players very, very well. Ian, it was lovely to speak to you. Thank you for taking the time. That takes us up to time for this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. The pundits are all in a good mood. Everyone seems to be in a good mood about the Scotland game last night, but someone will be unhappy in about five minutes' time. If you want to come on and ruin the night of Andy Halliday or Colin Hendry, now is the time to pick up the phone. 0141 951 1025. And your chance to beat the pundit is next. Tackle the headlines. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. If you want to air your views on Scotland's win last night, you've got Colin Hendry and Andy Halliday here for another hour or so. So pick up the phone or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. As always, you're more than welcome to change the topic if you'd rather turn your attention already back to the domestic stuff. Or maybe you've got a specific question for Colin or Andy. Get them in right now on the phones or on Twitter and we will do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. It is beat the pundit time. We're waiting on a debut for Colin Hendry. I don't think it's happened yet. Andy Halley's been over the course and distance and David in Belt Hill is hoping to take one of them on tonight. How's it going, David? Yeah, good, thanks. Would you have a would you have a preference? Andy is quite formidable at this. Would you like to take advantage of beginners' nerves and Colin if I gave you the choice? Definitely. Definitely. He's not even hanging about, Colin. He's not nerves. even pretending. What's nerves? Exactly. Look at that. He's got that steely determination on. He's got shin pads on, he put them on at the break. David Heads it will be Colin and Tails it will be Andy Halliday I thought they had unveiled A statue of Colin Outside Breakin's Stadium The other day Have you oh, seen this? No I've not seen it I that. thought it was a view Scandalous I've Honestly, seen it I've I thought that it. was you I was looking really well I'm looking good Absolutely Who's okay. you supposed to be? William Wallace oh. Oh, Have you not seen it? No I've not seen it Just okay, Callum, Hurry up We need to show him right now The moment. We don't want to let the moment pass Have you not seen this yet? No? I don't know But I tell you what Wouldn't he mind looking like William Wallace? Well Oh it's not like him <laughs> Yeah Andy's just Why has he got two snakes Hanging down for his ears? Anyway, heads it's Colin, tails it's Andy Halliday Oh, and it is heads it's Colin wow. Up against David and Bill Scott. a new coin for Got sure a new coin, exactly Right, so let's give Colin some Clyde 2 to listen to And we will line up the questions and the clock David, 30 seconds, answer as many right as you can And if you don't know, pass quickly and move on, okay? Okay 30 seconds starts now Which side is Celtic Loney Cameron Carter Vickers on loan from? 
Spurs Rangers signed Mikel Arteta in 2002 from which club? Uh, Barcelona Including Scotland How many teams feature In our Qatar 2022 Qualifying group Five Which side are currently Top of the Scottish Top flight um, Hibs Which cup have St Johnston won more times The League Cup Or the Scottish Cup uh, League Cup Which side sit Immediately below Scotland In our World Cup Qualifying group Israel Okay Let's bring Colin back Colin is back with us I mean you've got to feel a bit I feel bad that we're putting Colin under the That guy doesn't even live up here We, 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 we love it's having probably, him along for Probably the, more reason to For the Scotland games We're now going to throw him under the bus <laughs> And see what he knows about the mad world of Scottish football We'll see how you get on If you don't know, just guess them, pass them, move on We'll get through it Are you ready Colin? I'm no good at passing the buck but crack, crack on now. Right, 30 seconds, your time starts Now Celtic Loney, Cameron Carter Vickers is on loan from which club? Tottenham Rangers signed Mikel Arteta in 2002 from which club? Arsenal Including Scotland, how many teams feature in our Qatar 2022 qualifying group? Six Which side are currently top of the Scottish top flight? Hibs Which cup have St Johnston won more times, the League Cup or the Scottish Cup? League Cup Which side sit immediately below Scotland in our World Cup qualifying group? Israel And how many stands does Partick Thistle's Firhill Stadium have? Three a very niche. I know. I know why that is. Producer Callum loves it at Firhill. It's one of his favourite places. Yeah. So that's why he's put that one in there. Right. Okay. Solid debut, big man. Was David, it, how do you think it? that went? I think he's done me. Ooh, David, you were good though. You were good as well. Let's find out. Cameron Carter Vickers is on loan from Spurs. One all. Rangers signed Mikel Arteta from Andy Barcelona. Barcelona. Arsenal later on. So David goes two one in front. Colin however equalised I feel sorry for you David It's just one of those You you clearly thought it was without Scotland Colin got it It's with the, the six teams So Colin equalises You both knew that Hibs were top And you both got it wrong St Johnson have won two Scotish Cups And one League Cup I'll never Do you know what? Right, 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 this is advice See when they fling in these wee questions It's always the one you don't think When yeah. it's a 50-50 Yeah but you're forgetting that Colin's son Plays for St, St. Johnson yeah, So it would be good to try I mean, It's always, the, it's always knowledge, the one you, you know? don't expect I feel like docking him points for that one Right um, Who sits immediately below Scotland In our qualifying group It's Israel You both got it um, And the Were you known for your pace back in the day? Um, I started as a striker That's right you did Yeah. So um, You were quick through the questions And yep. it paid off Because Firhill does have three mm-hmm. Which means a one, two, three, four, five for Colin And a four for David and Bells Hill Hard lines David You met a man in form No beginner's nerves in here Well done Colin Solid debut David Good man That yeah. was David in Bells Hill There we go yeah, Happy with solid, that solid. He's not looking at composure there Chuffed, Because I'll be honest I've, see, just, I've just seen Liechtenstein score against Armenia That's what I was looking at He's even the time to take in what's on. happening here What's going on now? Because honestly, see you. Maybe it's something to do with this younger generation Football's going soft That's what they always say See when we get the See when guys come in here They always Their face go Chris Burke Who's the other, Who are the other examples? St- um, Chris Burke always says He would he would rather Run out in front of her Gaz Than many Caldwell. people Doesn't Gary like Caldwell it, hates no? it yeah. This guy Honestly Took it in his stride That's why they made a statue of him Outside Breaking <laughs> Stadium 01419511025 If you want to talk club football It's a great time To pick up the phone Andy Halliday of course Looks set to be involved In a very big game A top of the table clash no less In the Edinburgh Derby This Sunday So whatever's on your mind Or maybe you've got A specific question For Andy or Colin It's 01419511025 Let's bring in Stephen Who is in Cambus Lang What did you make of last night Stephen? 
But then, guys, just before they make my point, I'm gutted I never phoned out well because I get everyone right on beat the pundit. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. It's easy <laughs> to say that when the pressure's off. Yeah. I know, no, no. I'd probably crumble, but no, I'm glad he's never let me on last night because I tried to phone last night because I was a wee bit concerned with the first two performances that we'd put in in the qualifiers. Um, obviously, we beat Moldova, but um, I would expect me and uh, me and ten of my mates to beat Moldova. To be honest with you. Um, but no, and then you look at a record as well. We'd only won three out of your last 13. Uh, and I think it's against Moldova, Fred Oilands and Luxembourg. But see, last night, that was night and day. We looked um, threatening going forward. We were well organised at the back. Dan Hanley, I'm convinced, knew is better than Franz Beckenbauer after last night. <laughs> um, and as long as Billy Gilmore is fit, We've got a chance of beating anybody because the boy just thinks differently to anybody else that we've got on the park. I wanted to see someone turn tuned in maybe 10, 15 minutes ago. I said something like, No, I don't think anyone's getting carried away. And then Stephen said, Grant Hanley. Grant Hanley tonight has been described as a Dumfries dreamboat and the new Franz Beckenbauer. What a night for the big man. Honestly, he's absolutely <laughs> loving night. it. Um, but yeah, Colin spoke earlier on and he, he knows him well. The final point there is, is Billy Gilmore. And I'm glad Stephen brought it up because I was. Looking for a good opportunity Did you see the stat from Opta um, Last night So across the September international break The three games Touches Passes Successful passes Possession won And chances created Billy Gilmore top for Scotland In every single one of those categories Mm -hmm. Across the international break So I know not everyone loves their stats And they only tell some of the picture But I, I, I don't think there's any I don't think there's any way of Fluking all of them somehow No and listen, it's, it's, it's an area the pitch was strong. I mean, you look at it last night, there's no Scott McTominay in the squad. Ryan Jacks did very well uh, for Scotland under Steve Clark. And for me, we've got a lot of players, you know, Colin mentioned it earlier, that are, that are definites to start. For me, he's the first name in the team sheet. He has to be. I mean, just even since he's, he's came into the came into the team, and like I said, it's only been three, four caps. The level of composure, the, uh, the maturity. I mean, even Denmark. Denmark was a, was a poor result. But he was a shining spark for me uh, within the game. Just the level of composure to, to play against very, 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 very top level midfielders in Denmark and just take it in, in, in tight areas and, and always look for a forward pass. That's what I like about when we talk about Scotland. We want to go toe-to-toe with these teams and attack these teams. He's always looking forward. I mean, you've got two big men up front for him. He'll always try and supply mm-hmm. them and he, he's been superb in the caps that he's had. How confident are you, Stephen, that and, and football's difficult and it's... You don't want to look too far ahead Because you don't know what can happen in people's careers But every Scotland fan out there thinks We're going to build the midfield around him for many years to come Don't they? He's earned that Oh definitely we should He, all, he always plays the game in this, Like a foreigner Like an Iniesta or a Javi That's honestly who he reminds me He's always scanning Anytime that he's not got it Looking for space, peeling off So I just think he's absolutely outstanding And another point I'd like to make Stephen O'Donnell, he came in for a fair bit of criticism uh, at the Euros. But you think about it, he had a great game against England. And that's twice he's marked David Alaba out of the game and get games against Austria. So I think he deserves a bit of credit. It's very easy to be negative about players, but we need to give him credit where credit's due. Absolutely. I mean, on Billy Gilmore, Colin, you were a leader and you were very experienced by that point. And you spoke about the age that you come into the Scotland team. I also like the way he seems to tell all the other players around him what to do in, in a good way. I mean, you see him pointing and and demanding the ball and, and moving people around, and he's, yeah, he's but gets if, it. if he's if he's in, he's training 
well, whilst he's on loan now, of course, at Norwich, mm-hmm. but when he was at Chelsea, he's training with the top guys every day. Now, the first thing the manager would do is that, A, you're not going to have people that's involved in your, in your training session that's going to bring down the session. And that certain player has got to be able to man up, face up, do whatever he needs to do with the next guy that comes along. And he'll tell you that. When you're in a coaching set and training session, you can't carry people. That doesn't surprise me that he's this type that when he doesn't matter if, he, if he's the armband or not the armband, that's his mm. area. I'll control it and I'll dictate if I need if need be. And in his youthfulness, it's great to see because that then means that that's something that's not a problem down the line because you do get players that come in, oh, yeah, he's a good player, he's got good ability. Yeah, but he's a wee bit shy. You'll know, you know, he'll, he'll come away from the ball sometimes. He'll, come, he'll go and take that ball all the time, irrespective of the situation. And are we now fully away from any concerns that were out there about him being lightweight and small and because he's young as well is that completely gone because you've now, you've now seen him play international football and I don't remember many any occasions actually yeah. where the size thing has well seeing is believing when you, when you see a player what is he 5 foot 7 5 foot 8 maybe sometimes you can look at a player and, and, and overjudge by saying he looks a bit slight can he handle when he's at He's in bigger games and it's going to be a bit more of a physical battle in there, but he'll put himself about as much as anyone. And Colin, Colin mentioned that he's willing to take the ball in tight areas all the time, irrespective of the situation, whether he's gave away three mm. passes in a row, whether he's one nil down. But if he's playing against a centre a centre midfielder counterpart who's six foot two, six foot three, he'll still put himself about as well and he's leading by example. It's a, I mean it's a good test, Andy going on top of that. It's a good test from this season, playing mm. for the club like Norwich. Yeah. He's going to be in the receiving end a lot of the time. Andy, what was when was the first time you heard the name? Um, it was actually I think he was only maybe 15 at the time uh, th- this isn't the first time I heard his name but listen he, he was raved about throughout the, the academy I'd watched a couple of games when he was at under 14s under 15s level and you could see it's like the way I've described Billy Gilmore is from 14 year old he just done the basics right like a, a, a mature season pro would do well it's get the ball two touches pass the ball forward which is something that you don't really associate with younger players they like to know get the ball get their head down take three four players on you've got as much ability as he has but he just done the basics right he made the right decisions all the time and shades of barry ferguson very 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 similar and he was the first comparison i actually made and matt warburton um pulled i think it was me kenny miller a couple others when he was only 15 he said listen we've got this young kid he's coming to him with the first team just look after him he's obviously very really small really slight not too you know uh, dissimilar to this the the stature he is just now but again training with men training with, with guys like Kenny Miller who's got 60-70 cats with Scotland Lee Wallace cats with Scotland season pros never looked out a place at 15 year old done the basics right just got the ball down past it and then the other side flying into challenges left right and centre at 15 year old and you was thought he leaving, but was he leaving stuff on the a- season pros abso- a- absolutely but when you're playing for, 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 for good clubs and big clubs and playing with characters you, you, need, you need to have that self belief within yourself that I, I belong here mm. I, it doesn't mm. matter if I'm 15 I know I'm good enough and I mean from that day honestly and it was a day's training session you thought this kid's he's going to the top 100% lucky enough to get tickets for their real game Stephen yep I've got tickets and yeah, I thought the atmosphere was good against Moldova, but they have hardly been sold out again because that's going to be a tight game. Uh, we've seen a lot of Israel recently, and they've always been tight. And I don't expect it less, but hopefully uh, the crowd can push us on. Now we'll get the win. Hope you're right, Stephen and Canvas Lang. A pleasure to speak to you. Let's go straight to Paisley and speak to Brendan. Good evening, boys. Hello. 
Can I just say before I, I give my, my my point across, mm-hmm. guys? Um, it's honestly been an absolute pleasure listening to a true Scotland legend in the studio tonight, and Mister Colin Henry. Um, I'm glad that you finally got a guy on the open line who actually knows what he's talking about when it comes to the national uh, team. No offence, Andy, for the second time. No, tonight. no offence, Andy, at all, but. Uh, Mr Henry It's been a pleasure Listening to you sir Thank you Brendan Thank you very much um, My point is you know, I, I tend Sometimes I can come on here And be a wee bit negative About I'm a Sutman man But um, My team But I'm going to do a wee bit As well as far as Scotland's concerned I think Listening to the rest Of the callers tonight And listening to you boys talking I think What Stevie Clark's doing Is nothing short of Brilliant For what you've done so far He's managed to bring a lot of young boys through Jack Henry, um, the young Rangers lad, I can't remember his name at the moment. Nathan Patterson. Nathan Patterson. I thought he was brilliant the other night. Um, and then you've got you've got Kieran Tierney, Andy Robertson, Grant Hanley, who's a grant that's a wee bit older, 26, 27. But through the spine of the team, I think he's got the nucleus there, a very good team. But, and it's a wee bit of a but, I just don't see where we've got a goal scorer that's going to put a ball in the back of the net for us. If didn't he, if um, if uh, Dykes didn't get that penalty last night, I genuinely couldn't see where our goals were coming from. Is that a fair I, concern, Colin? Yes, that's you're spot on, Brendan, because it's not unlike back in the day when when I played that the problem was the out-and-out goal scorers that we didn't have. I mean, Coyste will not take offence to me saying, but he just... Didn't he have the legs at times? Um, he scored a wonderful goal against Switzerland in the in the, in the Euros in '96 at Villa Park, but um, a lot of the time it was the physical side for Ali. He was aging. Um, Kev Gallagher, Kev Gallagher would play on the right or on the left. He'd be a wide man. He, if he plays through the middle, he was injury prone as well. Was Kev? He wouldn't. He wouldn't have a problem with me mentioning that. Out and out goal scorers we have been bereft of. That's that's where we are. And I'm just thinking, Brendan, that. Come the time, come the point that we do have an out-and-out goal scorer, that it's a great situation for um, Stevie Clark to be in, to fit him in to our team. Mm. But it's not it's not going to happen this year or the next, I don't think that's I the think, problem. Yeah, I think that, I mean, that's probably a, a statement you could mm. say about a lot of Scotland teams in the past. You're probably yeah. looking to maybe the last one. You could argue Kenny Muller, but definitely James McFadden. You even look at I mean, Chris Boyd would score barrows in the SPL, never really quite done it. At the same level uh, uh, for Scotland Lee Griffiths We thought could be the one to to be that talisman for us or, or, As well as Scotland career sort of fell away But it's not like you can't label it on us not creating enough chances Because we are You even look at Moldova the other night we talked about mm. it. There's three, four mm. very, very good chances Last night against Austria I think, I think that was a chances. disappointing thing That we didn't capitalise on the amount of chances yeah. And really put somebody to the sword Because it's a bit, it's been a while since we've Wrapped up three or four goals hmm. And even the Euros I mean some of the chances Like Czech yeah. Republic yeah. Four or five great chances yeah. Croatia Three four great chances England a couple of chances as well And Did, did, did we think that Shea Adams Was going to be that guy Now his He's not at club level though Gordon I know, I know. At Birmingham he was In his final season yeah. That's what gets him The move to Southampton Scoring Barrel loads in the English Premier League Is, is not easy When you look at his His technique And his finishing Ability Is is there any re- Why is he not then If that well, makes sense 
listen, I agree with technique and finishing ability, but I've talked about I've talked about this before with Alfredo Morelos. I don't think Alfredo Morelos has great technique in terms mm-hmm. of a finisher compared to like a his counterpart, like his, his his teammate Jermaine Defoe, but he's still a great goal scorer because he's in the right areas at the right mm-hmm. time. But there's listen, there's still time for Lyndon Dykes and Che Adams to be that that player for Scotland. Che uh, Lyndon Dykes, I think, both about twenty five. About think, 25 yeah. And I think Lyndon Dykes now is, is off, off the back of five goals In his last few, six games Club and yeah, country So young, yeah. he, he, <clears throat> These players can sometimes Be a bit streaky But they're still young enough Like like Colin said Throughout the team really Where they've got Progression and improvement In their game Brendan You've made Colin Hendry's night And I know he probably Sent you a fiver in the post To be so nice about him But that was Brendan and Paisley I've got a full time teaser For the guys And more calls next Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Colin Hendry and Andy Halliday are in the building It's 0141 951 1025 on the phones You can put a point to them on Twitter at Clyde SSB as well Now Colin, you've joined us a few times on the show Firstly during the Euros Then last week we had a, a different competition We're back to normal tonight with something called the full time teaser Now the listeners get in touch they send a, a trivia question in And the pundits have until the end of the show To come up with the answers But as far as I'm concerned You've done your job A resounding <laughs> victory on Beat the Pundit Right. This man over here Likes to think of himself as a bit of a stato He likes his football trivia I love my football trivia and, this, and, and like I said this, this, this is going to be more up your street than Collins I suspect So Colin can relax And you can see what you can come up with. But he can still help me. Oh, he can still help out, but these are. So can I? I'll write down the answers. That I think. Yeah, well, listen, so, it's, a, it's a joint effort, but this is, it, this is tough. We're, we're aiming it at Halliday because he thinks he knows it all. So I let's like see. It. Um, can you name? And you'll see where I'm going with the theme on this. The last ten players to score against one of the current big four in English Premier League. So City, United, Chelsea, or Liverpool. Wait, 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 wait. City, Chelsea. United yep. So the last 10 players To score against one of them But have also played For Hibs or Hearts oh, What a question it's a, it's a brutal question When you look so at no, it It's a brilliant question Arsenal, Arsenal. Uh, Liverpool sorry Arsenal right. They're not on the big a, 19 at the moment Tell you, That's a cracking question that. Stephen Fletcher Yes Scored for Sunderland against Chelsea And of course Played for Hibs Ricardo Fuller It's impossible He's no one He's yes. not on it What? Right, Stephen A. Smith Yes, scored for Norwich against Liverpool most recently I took it against Chelsea by the way Yes, I know um, I'm surprised Ricardo Fuller's not on there I know, But no, he's not scored I'm against not one sure. of them Gary O'Connor? Birmingham? No No Oh, and it goes silent That's so when you so know So they played for Hibs or Hearts? Long time Played for Hibs or Hearts And scored against one of the big four City, United, Chelsea or Liverpool Oh but wait, 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 wait Me Hmm Me <laughs> Unfortunately yes ah, I was hoping you were not going to get you. Yes Chelsea against Bradford Yes well done Do you remember the date Just out of curiosity No, no. Oh, I thought you would January I thought you had a tattooed on you oh, January uh, You've everything else tattooed on you 24th of January 15 15 2015 There you go Halliday Fletcher and Naismith I remember I remember Savoy On the 18th of January 2015 <laughs> The week before <laughs> Look how far you came uh. In the space of a few days uh, Right we'll leave it there You've got until the end of the show And see what you can come up with Let's bring in Kenny Who is a Hearts fan On the line Kenny this has been a Colin Hendry loving You need to give Andy Some attention I'm going to mate It's a Hearts <laughs> legend You know what I mean My daughter <laughs> Steady Steady 
my daughter, she's only 12. She finally got to meet him after the Aberdeen game and got a nice spot with him uh, to go along with her top. Brilliant, there you go. Hopefully we're still happy Monday. <laughs> well, I hope so, mate. Uh, I will be if my mate's working and I get tickets to the game, but uh, apart from that, evening Colin, uh, the, the legend there. Good evening. Listen, Andy, I would like to say yourself, see, I, I'm very impressed by all these new signings that have come in and the young lads, the Ben Woodburn, Cameron Devlin and uh, Billy, Barry Mackay. What, what, do you, what do you think of them? Are they good in the squad? Yeah, definitely, I agree with you. Um, you know, I think I mentioned three, four weeks ago. You know, the the, the nucleus of our squad was still the squad for the last season in the championship, where we always felt like, you know, we wanted to go into the SPL, we wanted to compete, we wanted to try and be as far up the top of the table as we possibly can. And with that, you need additions, you need quality as as well as quantity, because I think our, our, our squad was pretty light. But I think a lot of our businesses came over the last sort of two or three weeks, and now we're we're looking as if we've got a really strong squad. Forget that. When is Clyde One Super Scoreboard getting a cut of the Barry Mackay to Hearts deal? Seriously, it, sta- it started Told here. Well, Kenny, now, I can, now we can eventually talk about it. I've been trying to get that over the line since January, and, and God, you've been helping me, haven't you? Honestly, I, I'm, I'm due a fee call, and last week on the show, someone phoned in, a Kilmarnock fan, right, mm-hmm. and said, what about Barry Mackay? He's, he's, a, he's not got a club. Could, could, do you think he would come to Kilmarnock? And Andy said, well, you know, I've been trying to get him to Hearts. Next day, back pages yeah. of the newspaper, trying to get him to Hearts. And lo and behold, and that's it. it got you over need, the you need to be in with the agent. Yeah, exactly. You need to be in with the agent. You need, oh. Yeah, but there's a chain. I thought. I thought. The, I thought the wealth got spread in these things. No, you can bring the biscuits in. Barry McKay, someone that I can imagine that a lot of Hearts fans will be excited about me as a as a teammate this year will be because we see he's, he's top level. He's he's a top top talent. He's probably had a rough couple a uh, couple of seasons, but it happens a lot with you know a lot of players in football. But we know if he you know continues to. To train well, train hard and, and get back to the top of his game Will be a real asset to Hearts And Kenny, I know what you really like about that signing I like the quotes When Hearts announced it I think it was Joe Savage The, the director of football Said, um, yet we, we saw off competition from near In fact, very near And far to get Barry Mackay Now we all know what that means And Jack Ross is still in tears <laughs> <laughs> He may well be, I don't know But yeah It must it, be scouting his Scotty Allen, you know what I mean? It certainly seems like he's um he's been... Well, he signed for Hearts, obviously, and, and Hibbs wanted him. By the looks of it, is that does that add a bit of extra spice to it as a Hearts fan? Well, I believe Barry said he wanted to go to the big Edinburgh club. Oh, he's, he's firing <laughs> shots. It's, talk, it's Derby it? week. It's yeah. Derby week. That sort of stuff's fine. That's good, though, isn't it? I like that. Yeah, I like that. That's, that's what we're here yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, Colin, I had a quick flick through. You had the pleasure of playing against Hearts, but never at Tynecastle, I don't think. And you played a lot that season, so I'm wondering why. So, I played against Hearts. Yeah, yeah at Tynecastle, but not at Tynecastle. So I'm wondering why Never played at Tynecastle Injury, huh? suspension um, He was down south a lot I played for Scotland at Tynecastle So I'm looking at the 98-99 the season You played 33 times So yeah. you played a lot And you yeah. played you played against Hearts yeah. At Ibrox yeah. But for some reason Someone will tell me You don't strike me as the type That was injured very often no, it's but a I definite suspension, isn't it? Hold on a minute. I think it was definitely an injury because I'd come on the back of the World Cup. I'd just signed. Groin was pro- gave me problems, mm-hmm. and that's why I only played so many games, plus that and yeah, Mr. Yeah. Advocate. But. <laughs> No, I'm not sure about suspect. There was a red card against St Johnson Boxing yeah. Day, yeah. but you played the next week against Celtic, so no, I don't know. It's appealed. Handball. Is that what that was? Yeah, and then Sergio Perini scored a penalty kick the other end. They missed a pen. We went to the other end. Sergio scored, and it's massive three points. And Dick did not 
clap me on the back and say, well done, big man. He said, there's your two-week fine for getting your red card. <laughs> I'll bet <laughs> he did. that was it. Um, but Kenny, what I was eventually getting at, that was my long convoluted way of doing it, is the atmosphere should be sensational on Sunday, shouldn't it? Oh, 100%. I think Arsenal always is when it's full. And I think uh, a lot of players are going to enjoy it again, you know, because it's been a couple of years since we've had proper crowds. But I even thought the atmosphere at the, the Aberdeen game, Andy, was, was cracking that day. It was, it was superb. I was actually just talking about that mm-hmm. game uh, with Colin. It still leaves a sort of bitter taste in my mm-hmm. mouth, even though we've had a, a fantastic start to the season. You know, when you're 15, 15, 20 minutes away, whatever it was, to, to another three points, you know, you look back at them and, and try and learn from it and be better. But, you know, it's like I said, I, I've been a Hearts player now for, for just over a year and I've, I've not had the pleasure of playing in, in, you know, many sellout crowds, obviously, with the, the COVID situation. But we've got a, a big occasion to look forward to at the weekend and... No, I think we'll all be ready when the time comes. Do you think those new signings have freshened things up? Is, does that really happen? I always hear that you know sometimes not only is it about improving, you know, the team and individual positions, but it give every it gives everyone else a lift. Absolutely, you hear that? Does that absolutely. Happen? Because I mean, it's competition for places, so you need to know that you need to be on your your A game to keep your shirt. And you know, we always felt that you know we had a good nucleus of our squad, but we probably were still a little bit light. A lot of young players that. You know, of of now, but we've got a couple of players on. You've seen a, a few young players going out and loan to to continue their development elsewhere. So we've been very fortunate to get you know three, four quality players in over the last few weeks, and you know now we've got a, a squad a, a squad set to try and compete at the SPL at the top flight. What we really need for comedic value, Scottish football never lets us down. Barry Mackay named on the bench goes and sits on the wrong bench. Oh no, don't say that. You can't be doing that on purpose. Oh no, no, no chance. Ah, okay. Um, the victory last season though In the Scottish Cup yep. Which was a, a huge um, Achievement But again Wasn't in front of the crowd mm-hmm. I'm sure You know You spoke many times on this show About how Annoying it was Not being able to play In front of crowds How much confidence Do you take from That and trying to replicate it uh, In all honesty Not much no. I mean it's Two completely different teams uh, You know it's uh, It's been about 10-11 months Since that last game And I think we've improved a lot I think Hibs have improved But we've only got to take confidence For the start of our season And and show that we compete with good teams Obviously you look at the schedule when it came out You've got Celtic, then you've got Aberdeen You've got Dundee United, St Mirren away It wasn't the easiest you know, start to the season But we showed ourselves up really well in the first four games We need to try, try and continue that Because Hibs have started really well themselves What's the schedule like then? Do you guys get some time off during the international break? You have a lot of players away actually these days Yeah, um, we got Friday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday So good chance to recharge, recharge the batteries Is it is it disrupted? You know, is it how does that feel as a player who's not away? Is it do you just take the break and it's an important break, or you know going into a big game like this off the back of it? Did it make any difference? I mean, not really. It's uh, I think it's important, you know, mentally almost as as much as physically to get these two three do, uh, two three days off. Because to be honest, you don't get many throughout the season to then try and recharge the batteries as much as you can. It's probably a little bit more frustrating when the team's been on such a good run. But it shouldn't, you know, it certainly shouldn't affect us in terms of our preparation and confidence going into the game. And is your version of recharging the batteries sitting on the couch playing football manager? That tends it to wasn't, be your... it was actually kitchen shopping, which is even worse. <laughs> so, uh, don't yeah, envy ki- that call. Kitchen got started on Monday, so it's no ideal. Is that why you saw you heating your dinner up in the microwave upstairs? Yeah, uh, exactly. With, with dusty feet. <laughs> Honestly, I'll be asking for a shot of the, the infamous Clyde One swimming pool showers very soon. Uh, right, uh, Kenny, finally, you confident ahead of the weekend, yeah? Uh, nervously confident, aren't I? <laughs> uh, we've got to be my own hub, do you know what I mean? We're the big team in Edinburgh. He's going for it now, he's going to sharpen the studs, he's going in two footed. Thank you to Kenny on the line. We're looking for the last 10 players oh. to score against one of the current big four in England Man City, Man United, Chelsea, or Liverpool. 
So the last 10 to score against one of them But also played for Hibs or Hearts Andy Halliday Annoyingly is one of the answers Stephen Fletcher Stephen Naismith I've got one Darren Jackson No, no. Too far back So we're We're more recent oh, I've not been thinking No because No, cause, no that's, right, part okay. the, that's part of the That's part of the trick Because it's right, the last right, 10 right. Nothing um, wrong with the answer Apart so from David, that David Templeton Against Liverpool Yep No Why Think he's just outside the last really? 10 Because our colleague Stephen Mill Who you know Colin yeah, He was through Stevie, earlier yeah. on He texted that And I thought Oh oh He's not on the list But that was before He went to Rangers So that must have been what 20 Must have been 20, 2012 2011 Yeah 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 so we're not going back Quite that far Well Doesn't he put my My next answer in a great category A fellow Clyde One Pundit Gary Colwell Hugh Keevans Gary Colwell <laughs> <laughs> uh, No 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 More recently Right well, hold on Let's think about this for a second Think about really recently Who might have scored in the English Premier League And played for Hibs or Hearts I don't like it when you do that Gordon Let's know it's Come no, on You've got the answers taking, in front of you Listen see by, see, by, see by He's winning rear of the we'll year 2021 Oh John McGinn right. Too yeah. easy I gave it away for you I shouldn't have done that I'm, I'm disappointed in myself Listen we'll get there don't We'll take more of your calls And more of these answers next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We are into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Andy Halliday and Colin Hendry are here. Still plenty of time to squeeze a call in if you fancy. And these two are trying to answer this teaser question. It's the crazy pony again. He sends them in and, and we batches the crazy pony. Top notch, how many? Ah, he knows his stuff, so I'll kind of use them um, and I'll work through his, but. Keep sending the questions in That's what makes it tick along So it's full time At Clyde1.com If you want to hear your question Used on the show That's where it goes So the Crazy Pony tonight Wants you to name 10 players They've scored against City, United, Chelsea Or Liverpool And they've also played For Hearts or Hibs So we've got Andy Halliday Who did it against Chelsea Stephen Fletcher Stephen Naismith And John McGinn Jason Cummins Yes Shrewsbury, Liverpool Obviously Told mm. you he knows his stuff Didn't I Well done uh, to be honest I've got a, a few other answers But the time slot I've got Kenny Miller David Murphy Mark DeFries None of them would be I'd forget old. every single one of them uh, If I was you yeah. uh, Okay We'll leave it there See what we can come up with I, I, I think we're We're left with the absolute stinkers and See if you oh, think yeah. If you think those were hard The ones remaining are, yeah, Pretty Let's tough Three to go One Two Three No five to go Five mm-hmm. Looking for ten you've I, got... I, could, I could tell you a player Played for Hibs or Hearts That Score against every one of them teams Who? George Best Ah of course. nah Not having no, no, that It's a, it's a, good, it's a decent it. wee one isn't it It is indeed a, bit, a little bit outside the time frame Was that what yeah. The historians out there Was that a competitive game for Hibs? Someone will know that I'm sure Anyway Certainly know me Not you George and Knightswood is on the line What's your point tonight George? Uh, good evening guys First time caller Nice to have you George What made you call then? About uh, uh, the game last night It's an age old story with Scotland we have one half decent result and then we bum them up as world champions and then we'll go out and blow it against Israel. Oh. If we get to Qatar, I'll phone in and apologise. But We're going to end the show on a downer. It's been so positive up until now. I did say I wanted to hear both sides. Um, a long time. But who's, no, who's saying we're world champions, George? Sorry? I don't think anyone's suggesting we're world champions. No, not suggesting that, but we bum them up to be better than we really are. Mm. I think. I mean, George, I've, Colin Henry. I think. See, we're 
quite quick to criticise, and we were critical last week when the first part, first half performance against Denmark. We were probably overly critical at the weekend by not sticking so much past Moldova, and we get a performance last night. And yeah, I mean, I actually had to react to someone that put on my Facebook at Scotland's won the World Cup last night. But then I said, well, England won the Euros three times in the, in the summer there and it's still not coming home. But I, I, I don't think we're really bumming them up. I don't. I just think we're being respective of the, the performance last night. And I did say, I tweeted that we need to win. It was, you know, and everybody's to step up, whether it's the manager, mm. the players, everybody's involved. And I just thought they did. And celebrating that more than anything. I get where, kind of, where George is coming from, Andy, but... He calls this an age-old story I think that's the problem It's actually not Because we've not We've not gone to places like Austria And won in ages yeah. I get George's mm. point About the bigger picture If you go way back and, and maybe there was that tendency But We haven't had results To celebrate like that no. in, a, in a while And he also mentioned Getting carried away And I am Absolutely and I've, <laughs> I, Make no I, apology I can't, I can't apologise for it Because it, Austria on paper You don't think it's one of the major nations But you're talking about a team that that get knocked out of the Euros by the eventual winners in extra time, a team that's lost one home game in the last 25. So by that account, it's a massive, massive result for Scotland last night and it puts qualification in our hands. Unless we waited 23 years to get into a major major tournament and I can't apologise for getting excited that Steve Clarkney's boys have put us in a position where we might not have waited that long for the next one so George if we win the World Cup and get a Billy Gilmore uh, Ballon d'Or double you'll phone back yeah Line for a ticket <laughs> <laughs> good man that was George and Knightswood we'll leave it there so we can squeeze in uh, one more any others on that teaser quickly no, nah, no, nah, tough. right I would think one is Scottish and he has played for Scotland but not in the current squad I mean he he's played under Stevie Clark but he just wasn't in the squad in the last few um, the other ones are I tell you what I think brutal. I've got an absolute cracker Well, No I decide if it's a cracker You just tell me the name David Ngog No Wow I thought it was a belter I, that was, I can see where you're going with that It's a good shout um, Right let's go to Brian Who's on the line What's your point Brian? Hi I'm probably not the biggest fan of Stevie Clark I wasn't And I'll probably criticise him to free my mates And what have you but after last night's performance, the players, I think it was an excellent performance and he sort of made a lot of people choke in the words. I think every man had a brilliant game with a slight minor exception of Stephen O'Donnell had a great game defensively, but going forward, passing and crossing, he'd worked on it. I hate to say it, but probably I imagine Nathan Patterson will probably replace him in the near future. Another thing I noted as well last night, nobody spoke about, talking about Billy Gilmore, there was a couple of passes last night he played that nobody read. And it was like, it was like laughing-esque. It's like, these guys weren't in the same wavelength as him. And I think they've got to get these guys on the same wavelength as players at that level. That's but an interesting point. There was, there was one of them in particular, I remember, in the first half. Was it... Uh, was it Dykes? Was it... There was, there, there was... And I'm doing a terrible job of remembering it. <laughs> Billy Gilmore does see things and we need to hope that his teammates can, can see them as well, Colin. Yeah, I mean, I... Making a reference to that, the best player I played with was Gary McAllister, the all-round player that did leave Coventry, went to Liverpool, mm-hmm. and he was a catalyst for them to win the treble and everything else. And he was the one player that I thought could play in any team in the world, given the opportunity. Probably Billy Gilmore, with the level he's been, he's came from at Chelsea. What he's going, what he's doing day in day out at training, he will be involved in certain passes and certain situations, 
And, you know, I think even I, I could recall, was it Kenny Douglas? It was referred to as when he played for Scotland, he wasn't as good as when he played for, mm-hmm. if, if when he played for Liverpool because he didn't play with the same level of player. If it's a similar situation to what Billy Gilmore's in at this minute, I don't know. I mean, because Billy's got his whole future in front of him. But you can understand if that happened, that his capabilities mm-hmm. and that probably will happen. Brian's other point's interesting because Nathan Patterson is a very good player, Andy, and many people do expect him to be Scotland's future right back, and that that may well be the next game. Um, but I, I wonder if that is this still this ongoing thing where people are just waiting on this opportunity where Stephen O'Donnell doesn't play the next game. You know, whereas yeah, you hit a couple of poor crosses last night, and people keep going back to the one where he was through on goal. Well, our Champions League winning fullback was through on goal against Moldova and sliced it high into the stand, but it obviously won't get the same. And Czech Republic in the Euros. And it, you know, won't, it won't get the same scrutiny. Um, I think I'm how safe is or, or or otherwise is his yeah, place. I think it's really important for Nathan Patterson to to continue what he's doing, and when he does get the opportunity, a Scotland jersey perform like he did against Moldova, because I thought he was a uh, he was excellent in the in the game at the weekend, even though. As a team, it probably wasn't the same type of performance as it was last night. But what Stephen O'Donnell did again last night was Steve Cl- Steve Clark reverted to his tried and tur- uh, trusted, and you can see that he clearly trusts the, uh, Stephen O'Donnell in a lot of big games. And you've got to praise him on the performance. But Steve Clark showed trust in him, and he showed why because again, it was another solid display. You know, we talked about a couple of scenarios where maybe his end product let him down, but he sure made up for it defensively. Because. And I and I know that we should aim high. You want to get guys who who've, who've got it all and do it all. But even that that willingness to to get there and and do it because if you've got this fullback and everyone's saying that ah, he's not as good going forward, you you would expect him just to sort of sit there and, and just keep things safe. But now he's overlapping on a counter yeah. attack and racing away from David Alaba. Yes, the f- the finish wasn't there, Colin. Mm-hmm. But but the willingness to go and do it and is running power for a guy who was out for a month. Was causing Austria some difficulties. I said earlier, yeah, it's, it was a hell of an effort, really, um, and he's turned out as if to be a certain starter, hmm. I would think, in in Steve Clark's eyes. Of course, Nathan Patterson's going to be putting immense pressure on mm-hmm. him now, and you're looking at them too. It's exciting that though, Brian, isn't it? Either way, because it, you know we're talking about the midfield, so many options. We've even got like the captain of Leeds is sitting on the bench, and no one's really bothered about him getting in. In the starting eleven, Scott McTominay, Stuart Armstrong. Scott McTominay, Stuart Armstrong, Ryan Jack, James Forrest weren't you know weren't in the the initial squad. So there's a lot of strength there, Brian. Yep, future's looking good. It's just up, just up front. Hopefully, they can develop a decent partnership. I'm really looking forward to the Israel game. I think if we're going to the same vigor, the same determination, I think. But I mean, of course, you can't say, "Oh, they might beat us five 0 They might beat us two 0 It's not that simple, obviously. But if we can do the same effort, the same willing, I think we'll. We'll give it Israel a very good game and probably do them. I finally discovered what's gonna burst everyone's bubble. I know what will make the enthusiasm drop. The first person in the Scotland camp prior to the Israel game who looks at that league table and says, Actually a draw will do. Can you imagine the reaction? You're shaking your head already. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way there's any I'm not going there. I'm not I going there. I'm winding you up. I believe there's gonna be yeah, exactly. I don't. I, I, I certainly don't want to be that guy. But I, I'm looking at the last four, four, uh, four fixtures, and I feel as if seven points will be enough, purely because I don't see Israel getting eight points in their so, so remaining Israel's four. Israel's a must not lose game. 
no, rather I, than a must win. No, I, listen, I still think we, we should be going and, and try to beat Israel. Okay. But li, li, listen, we've played them eight times the last three years I'm and beat them once in 90 minutes. So it's not as if it's a, it's a given to go there and get three points. But I should expect, with the way we've progressed under Steve Clark compared to the previous fixtures, that we should be going and beating them. And if we do beat them, we're in an even better position than we are now. That'll give us a good argument in the lead up to it anyway. Um, Brian, just quickly, maybe the, the first time we, we turn our attentions back to domestic football, I'm sure that will start happening tomorrow. How are you feeling about that coming back? I'm really looking forward to it, but obviously I'm looking forward to it even more so after scoring a great result. But I think it's be good to get back to the bread and butter stuff, and I just told him. The Japanese boy, his name escapes me right now, but his injury is not too serious. Kyogo, I just told, and I certainly think the Celtic signing, I think it's going to be a lot, certainly it's going to be a lot far closer than, than last year. I wouldn't go and say we're going to win it, but I think we'll, we'll put a very good fight, and I think it'll, it'll be. It'll be close Yep we'll get back to the bread and butter very soon Thank you to Brian on the line You've got some work to do on this teaser I think I'm going to need to give you some more clues really Griffiths? No Did Kieran Tierney score against Man City in the Champions League? Yes but I he's not on I assume either. he's not scored for Against any of those four He's not played for Hibs of Hearts But my top Do you know what We need to revisit that Because Steve, 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 Steve Gordon DL Had produced that answer I would have absolutely Slaughtered I'm, I'm him really and thinking, I, Did he play for Hibs of Hearts as a kid? I gave, you, thinking, I gave you the benefit of the doubt <laughs> Thinking no surely Andy Can't be that ridiculous yeah. Oh, I, That's the howl of I the had, season Do you know what I had Shot Armstrong did as well That's even worse Right okay keep going no, well, that's me. Right, Griffiths, what, I right thought... what about the Scottish one? No, so that, that's what you were thinking along those lines, right? Scottish, Scottish played for Hearts, and he's been in a lot of Scotland squads. I think was he one of the ones who on th- he missed the Euros. I think he was one that was kind of dropped just as the Euros came around. So, no, that's Euros. Is he? Is he, mm-hmm. is he in England now? Yes. Ah. No, he, the goal he scored was for Cardiff against Liverpool. Snodgrass, was it? No, no, okay. Cardiff against Liverpool. He's also. I think uh, he's in Sheffield Wednesday now. Don't carry. No, oh, no Sheffield Wednesday. He's can I, can sometimes. Carson Bailey. Don't carry. Could be one now. He's not. No. Okay. Right. Um. Canberry. He's now at no Wolves. Scottish, of course. Um, Scottish Wolves. Lona, I'm losing it. Lona Tibbs. <laughs> but you'll forget that it was it was brought <laughs> up at a, the time. What a way to go out the night. <laughs> scored. He's now at Spurs though. Wolves to Spurs. Fullback Wingback Mac Doherty oh. uh, the, Cardiff against Chelsea Played for Hibs up here McNaughton No no uh, mate. Cardiff They don't Scottish. have to be Scottish They don't have to be Scottish Where do you get this one? I thought one? you said they were Scottish ah. This guy's definitely not Scottish Oh yeah Cardiff and scored against Sh- Sheffield Wednesday now I mentioned them No different guy Oh Sol Bamba Sol Bamba And the last Hibs. one's Oh my goodness there's two. Oh, what One's in the same game as you Who, who else scored for Bradford? John Stead No nope. Um Mark Yates and Philip Murray. Philip Murray and the last one's Ricardo Vaz Tay. See you tomorrow. Fight Ricardo Vaz Tay.